0: You're going to be just fine. I just talk, you know, I just talk. Listen to them, children of the night. Sick transit, Gloria.
1: Thrill me.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kill the Cast or Kill the Superheroes. I don't know what this is. This is Jerry, and I am here with the ever-quotable Jay. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. We lost
0: all of us. We lost friends. We lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. This is the
2: fight of our lives. Oh my god, I love I love that so much. <laughs> uh, if you can't tell, we're here to uh, just kind of chat about uh, Avengers: Endgame. There, of course, will be spoilers, as this is just going to be a free, open kind of conversation about what we thought about the movie, what we enjoyed, what we liked, what we didn't like, all that fucking nonsense. Um, all the spoilers. Yeah. So all the spoilers. Uh, it'll be in the title. It'll be in the title that there's spoilers. So. All of them. Uh, get over that. So, um, for Jay and I, both of them are big comic book fans, and we uh, are big fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Uh, what, besides, you can't include Endgame. What is, like, your. What do you think is the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movie? Uh, I gotta stay. Winter Soldier is probably
0: my favorite. Funny enough, I'm going Civil War. That's fair. I just feel like Winter Soldier is after the main group of movies is one of the only
2: ones that works completely on its own. Yeah, I th- I just think Civil War is what I want an Avengers movie to be. Because like like the first Avengers movie is good. Age of Ultron was not that great. Uh, it was it was much it was basically more...
0: a rehash of the first one.
2: Yeah, it wasn't that great. Um. And then Infinity War was actually really good. Um, and then, like, th- the Marvel Universe is kind of hit or miss. Like, some of them aren't that great. Like, um, the Thor movies to me, all three of them are mediocre to me. Oh, three was fantastic for me. I didn't really care for three. I thought it was trying a little too hard to to have that Guardians of the Galaxy feel. And it looked too much like a video game the entire time.
0: Oh, see, I love the scenery.
2: Yeah, I didn't really dig it. Um but uh, it, but it also broke the formula of Thor movies of watching them as romantic comedies to make them better. So I give it props for that. And of <laughs> course, Jeff Goldblum. Um, yeah, I think most people ag- agree that Iron Man three is the weakest Marvel Cinematic movie. It is so. It is. Um, but when I rewatched
0: them all last year, I realized it's not really a bad movie aside from the stupid twist that the Mandarin is an actor. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's a great character study of somebody with PTSD, and they do a real good job of portraying that, and I thought, you know, just all that other stuff is great. It's just that
2: one little twist. I I do think people shit on Iron Man 2 and 3 a little too much, because I really like 2. I think 2 is is a great uh, continuation of Iron Man. Uh, And then, yeah, you're right, Iron Man 3... The villain twist sucks, but the character of Tony Stark is so good. But I think the scene with all the fucking suits is pretty cool. Yeah, but I think we see that with a lot of the Marvel universe is they don't have the best villains, but their superheroes are so well just done that, that their characters are so interesting and you feel for them. So it kind of yeah. makes it better, and that's kind of the point of Endgame is we've spent so much time. With all these characters, you know, this is 10 years in the making. Uh, and and after Infinity War, like, kind of punched us in the face and, and really hurt us, it left a lot of us trying to figure out, so what do they do? We all had crazy theories. Uh, like, oh, well, they're going to use the Soul Stone somehow to bring everyone back. Or are they going to do, like, the comic book? And is Gamora going to... not Gamora, uh, is Nebula going to bring everyone back um how are they going to do this and it, it was really hard to tell because thanos's uh, uh motivation in the comic book is way different than his motivation in the movie that's true his motivation he just wants the, to bang death <laughs> yeah he's just trying to fuck death he that's all he wants to do is prove his love to death uh and so bam that's but in the movie it's not about death it's about just bringing balance because he was on a world that did not have balance and now he's the he's the savior that we needed so thanos did nothing wrong that's what i'm saying well kind of committed universal genocide but you know what it's not genocide he did not take out a entire race i know but... or try to take out an entire race uh he simply had a alternative view on, uh, what's the right word? Alternative view on population control.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know,
2: he was fair with it. He, he, it's like that thing where where people go, Oh, I'm not racist. I hate everyone evenly. It's (laughs) like, I I bet you do sixth grader. Um, but you know, Uh, it was all even and shit. So, Uh, With Endgame, I legitimately thought I knew what was going to happen, and as soon as that movie started, I quickly learned, uh, very quickly, that I knew nothing. I was so so fucking Jon Snow. I knew that time travel was going to be involved. I didn't, but I also... Literally watched uh, the first trailer that was just Tony Stark talking into that helmet. That's it. That's no, the I So it didn't come from a
0: trailer. It came from set photos that I saw a long time
2: ago. Mm. Um, How do you get time travel from set photos?
0: Because they were back at the Battle of New York. And it was oh, new
2: footage. Oh, okay.
0: Um, but I, um, and I knew Hawkeye's family was going to eat it. Um... Just because you don't turn into Ronin without uh, losing a bunch of of something. Like, I didn't think he'd be killing people in Japan if uh, his family hadn't died. So I knew that was coming. Um, However, this is probably the first Marvel movie to generate actual tension for me.
2: Yes. Because no idea
0: where they were going to go. Maybe you had an idea that a main character was going to actually die, but you
2: don't know. There's no way to tell. So. You yeah, know, I actually went in this movie um, kind of expecting, like, I knew this was going to be the end for some characters, but I didn't necessarily think it meant death. I just knew that this was going to be the end for for some of these characters, and I didn't know how they were going to do it. Obviously, they could have done death or retirement or whatever, um, or just being completely outdated uh, by newer models at this point. Right um so I, I was with you there i didn't quite know what to expect and and s- since i did not know time travel was involved as the movie kept going i was just like what the fuck are wh- like what are they doing where are they going with this <laughs> like i just don't like you start off the movie and with five minutes we're chopping off Thanos' head yep like, i thought that was great i was like holy shit I, I didn't know what to say i was just like well what the fuck what wh- wh- what do you mean <laughs> He went for the head. He did. Um, so, yeah, they cut off Thanos' head. And then it kind of goes to how everyone's adapting to this new world. With, you know, Captain Marvel flying around and taking care of different places in the galaxy that are kind of going through the same shit. Um, you know, there's a few people still doing stuff. We, we see this great scene of Captain America in a uh, support group. Uh, support group. Talking to people, and there's there's a little controversy with that scene because uh, the Cause guy, because the, the guy is gay, and, it, and it's not the fact that he like people are mad that he's gay. They're the fact that uh, when you said you're gonna give us an openly gay character in the movie, we didn't mean like a two minute clip of a guy in a support meeting adjacent to Captain America. Oh, like they felt kind of like you can't take credit for that that's not right. that's not doing and I agree with him I, I don't think it's enough to get up in arms but I do I would point and be like hey that's not having an openly gay character he's not a character he's a uh, he, he's an NPC he's a, <laughs> <It's> an extra <laughs> yeah uh, I don't give a fuck if it is played by one of the directors it's it doesn't it doesn't count um, and then we see how wrecked this is left Natasha Um, we see, as, uh, you already brought up, uh, Hawkeye is out there just fucking murdering people. He went full Punisher. Yep. Full Punisher. It's fucking dope. Uh, and of course we have Captain Falcon actually hunting him down. Captain Falcon. He's like, Falcon Punch! Exactly. I'm gonna (laughs) call- I call him Captain Falcon. Well, Uh, I guess he's Captain Falcon now. Oh, yeah, now he is, isn't he? Uh... (laughs) Uh yeah, so the Falcons going around looking for him and shit. So, how this movie actually gets really kickstarted is somehow Ant Man comes out of the microscopic universe that he was trapped in at the end of uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yes, so that and, was complete luck. Yeah, five years later, he finally figures out how to get out. So. He, you know, he goes, finds his daughter. He goes and finds the Avengers. And he starts explaining how he thinks that they can do uh, fucking time travel and shit. And it's like, okay. Uh, why is my phone... I, I muted my phone, right? And instead of muting my phone, it muted my media. And I don't have any media on my phone going right now. That's weird. That is weird. Uh, anyway. So... Uh, He shows up and he starts explaining the time travel thing. So, Captain America and Natasha, they end up going to Iron Man and being like, yo, this is what up. But Iron Man's like, I've got a daughter and she loves me like 3,000. So, you know, not having it. But, of course, in typical Iron Man fashion, he does end up cracking time travel. Which is good because when they go to meet Bruce Banner, who is now Bruce the Hulk Banner professor, hulk. professor I was, hulk i was
0: hoping i was really hoping that we would get that this movie uh, it's one of my favorite versions of the hulk and i'm so glad that we did
2: i i yeah i dug it it was a more social media conscious uh professor hulk <laughs> which was pretty cool but yeah. uh so they talk to hulk and he's kind of like i don't know if i can do it but they rope him in so uh they start working on it and they start putting the team back together and we get the best part of this uh ant-man eating a taco when nebula and rocket raccoon <laughs> show up and they make fun of ant-man and hope brings him another taco then we yeah. get a second best two part, tacos actually two tacos He's very generous. He's very generous he is very generous for such a big guy uh then this the great next thing we get is fat thor
0: yes uh so like a day after i saw this movie an article came out that said, oh man, Avengers is so problematic, it's fat shaming. Now, I'm fat. I do believe that fat shaming is a real thing. This was not that. It is two jokes and a sight gag. But, one of the jokes is from Rocket, who literally makes fun of everybody for everything. Yeah, and they don't really, and they're not really like he stays it. fat the whole movie and completes the end battle while yeah. fat. So, really, it's just I, fat positivity.
2: I don't know. That suit did some work on him. Listen, he's still chubby. Um, but and yeah, it's, kind it's of sass, So He did. He did. I'll that's give
0: you that. Fat positivity right there. So, yeah. just looking
2: at it that way. But I don't think it's fat shaming. I think anyone who calls that fat shaming is, is going a little overboard. You have to leave, in in comedy, in art, you have to leave a little room for stuff like this. Fat shaming would have been like if they would have kicked him off the Avengers for being fat. Right. They didn't. Uh I mean, I don't see any alcoholics or recovered alcoholics getting pissed that they're like, oh, they lured him onto the ship with alcohol. They're they're enabling him. Yeah, right. No, no one fucking did that. Shut the fuck up. Uh but yeah, fat Thor is actually hilarious. I really I really like uh Dad Bod Thor. Yeah so to
0: speak. Yep, makes me feel like I could be Thor now.
2: It was, it was, and it was also very humanizing for Thor because, like, in Infinity War, like Thor is always a character I can't relate to. You know, like he's too good. He's he is technically like the most powerful Avenger, and he's just he's just too much. I can never relate to him. Like Captain America, I can get Iron Man, I can get um, Ant Man, I can definitely get. But Thor is just a little, like, he's royalty, and he's a god, and he's not of this earth. He's super powerful. I, I, I He can grow a fucking fantastic beard. I can't relate to any of that.
0: I can grow a fantastic beard. You can. And I once wielded a magical hammer,
2: so. Was the magical hammer your dick? Yes, but that's not the point. It still made lightning. Huh. If you picked up your dick and it didn't get hard immediately, would you be considered not worthy? Mm, possibly. That's my problem. Okay, I'll figure that out. Um. So, yeah, the the whole Thor thing. to me in this movie, he's finally relatable for the first time in his life. In his real life, he did not come out on top. He's lost before, you know. He's lost family and everything. He keeps going, but he's never lost. So, like, he's lost so much at this point that it's just too much. He's lost father, mother, brother, his whole entire world. Um, And then he couldn't beat Thanos, even with his new brilliant axe. Yeah. So, he felt worthless, and he pretty much drank himself into Jay's body.
0: Yep, that's true. I do have a Thor body. <laughs> yeah, you
2: can go around now and be like, yeah, I got that Thor body. Yep. You put that so what in. What do you look like? Uh, yeah. pretty much like Thor. Guys, put it in your, your Tinder profile now. You have a Thor body. You can do that. It's not lying anymore. Uh, So... Uh, they get the band back together, Tony Stark shows up, and they basically are going to do time travel. And I got to say, as a someone who's not a fan of time travel, I it. loved them making fun of time travel and talking about how it's not like any of those movies and Back to the Future lied to you all. Yeah. It was great. In fact, up until the end of this movie, I was actually 100% okay with their time travel. So like, I, we, we discussed this a little
0: bit, and I, I have... A, a different
2: outlook on it
0: if we want to get back into that discussion on air
2: uh we will as we get towards the end
0: okay because okay. i
2: want it to fit in because i need to get to, we got to get to the proper places so their basic plan is is they are going to go back in time get the infinity stones uh come back undo what they did and then go and and then at this point they don't have a plan after that but as they go back and do it the Hulk learns from the uh, mystic chick played by uh, twin to Tendis Wilton, yeah. fuck! I was trying to burp and say her name at the same time. Uh, who's a fantastic actress, by the way? She was in the uh, 2018 Suspiria. Um, she tell, explains to them if you if you remove something from this timeline, if you change this t- timeline, uh, it creates a divergent timeline. So it she explains to Hulk that if that, that And the Hulk goes, well, if we bring it back and put it back at the, in the same spot as to where we took it, it will not create a diver, divergent timeline. And this is very important for the conversation Jay and I will get into later. So then we get this kind of fun... Um, I've heard some people complain about this, that the second hour of the movie is a little boring because it's just them reliving older movies. Yeah, but you get different angles. You get some gaps filled in, which I really liked. Yes, and I didn't think it 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 stay out its welcome. I thought all the attack on New York stuff was great. Uh, the shit with uh, uh fucking Star Lord was hilarious, um, and then that also added in the twist of, of of Nebula, you know, linking with herself, so Thanos could find out. And then we also had the third one, which is Thor and Rocket Raccoon, where Thor is having a mental breakdown. He can't do this. But he gets to talk to his mom, and she's kind of like, I know what's going on. And, you know, Rocket Raccoon does the shit, and they leave. So, God, that's out of the way. Uh, Uh, Fun fact,
0: that was filmed with extra footage of Natalie Portman left over from Thor 2, uh, because she was done with the MCU after Thor 2.
2: I was wondering if they got her back or if they just used unused footage. So thank you for answering that for me.
0: You're welcome. Um,
2: So the uh, Avengers in New York one is probably the, the, to me, the best one, because it does this very interesting thing where, uh, so everything's going perfect. Unfortunately, Hulk ruins the plan. (laughs) by being forced to go down the stairs the uh, Hulk from that timeline and so he kind of bashes uh, Tony Stark in the face so that Tony loses the case and then Loki jacks the case and jumps into a different fucking portal so Please. please do something with that I want something So So,
0: I know they're playing on a Loki TV show and that might be the basis for it is alternate timeline Loki just
2: like quantum leaping it up. Yeah, that's the divergent timeline with that thing. They created a new timeline right there. So that's one new timeline they've already created right there that I don't think they can fix because technically they never took the stone from right there. Right. They now have to go and get the stone uh, from another timeline but they have to do it at the same place that they can also get pim particles so that they can come back. So, after a fight between Captain America and Captain America where we get to look at uh <laughs> you got to be shitting me. One of my favorite lines in the whole movie. America's ass. Oh, yeah. So what is up with Captain America having such a potty mouth in this movie? Uh he lost half the universe, buddy. So I know, but he's so give a shit. It's just so funny cuz in Age of Ultron, you know, the whole joke Language. is it's language. Yeah, exactly. And in this movie, he's over here just just dropping bombs. Yeah. Someone got a blowjob behind a Walmart. Losing the Thanos would do that to you. I, apparently. <laughs> um, so they send Ant-Man back to the regular universe, and they go back further in time to where Hank Pym and Howard Stark are working on a military base at the same military base where the Tesseract is, and there's Pym Particles. So they obviously go do this. Uh, for Captain America's thing, he gets to see his ex as he goes gets the pin Particles. Well, not his pex, ex, but he gets to see Peggy Carter. And, you know, there's this whole lingering thing. And then Tony gets to talk to his dad. Oh, and this is that before. was so... That's the first time I cried in this movie, was it that scene. That scene didn't get me because it was always kind of a little awkward. But uh, it, the whole conversation between them is Howard Stark hasn't had his son yet, but his wife is pregnant and so you know he's kind of talking about his son to his son so it's pretty good um and but they succeed and they and they they go back um and then we're now going to jump to the falcon and nebula one uh when they go they get a war
0: machine and nebula
2: yeah i'm sorry war machine and nebula war machine and nebula and uh they are getting the the stone. They get the stone from a knocked out Peter Quill, and as they try to go back, uh, War Machine gets to go back, but unfortunately Nebula has a seizure and can't go back because she's glitching out. And this glitch out is important because it links uh, Nebula to Nebula, so that Thanos can learn about it, and it's Thanos, Gamora, and uh, Nebula all together. So, uh, unfortunately, Nebula gets captured by them, and that's and that's a whole fucking thing that actually turns into how they find out that uh, they're doing that. Thanos did it, succeeded, uh, but they found a way to undo it. So Thanos is like, "Fuck that!" So Nebula takes the gold plate off Nebula, and then the bad Nebula goes to the future. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, and. The last one that we haven't brought up is the one I wanted to wait for, and that is Hawkeye and the Black Widow. Natasha and Clint uh, go to get the Soul Stone. And yep. unfortunately with the Soul Stone, you have to pay a price for it. And it's one of them has to die. Yep. Uh, what happens if you go there and you don't have someone with you? Then you just leave. You don't get the soul stuff. You don't... What if you're like, I'll cut my dick off or my <laughs> tongue or something? I don't know.
0: It says a soul for a soul is is what he said. So, I think it's gotta be a living okay. person.
2: That's, it's kind of like the Bailit from Berserk. To be honest. I don't know what that is. The Bailit from Berserk? Yeah. It's the thing, the red egg that Griffith uh, wears. Okay. Uh you have to sacrifice a living person or more. You can sacrifice more than one. Uh, the more you sacrifice, I think the better it does. Uh, but you have to sacrifice the living person for you to gain its power. I gotcha. Uh, so uh, we have Widow and and Hawkeye fight it out to see who's going to do it. Hawkeye wants to kill himself and he's just like, tell my family I said bye and I love them. And she's like, no, And, well, she ends up winning, and she dies. And it's actually a very, like, strong death. Because this was the death I didn't expect. Second time I cried during this movie. (laughs) I almost cried. I was honestly about to cry. But as it woke up to uh, Hawkeye in the water, like Thanos was in the last movie, and he, he looked up... The position he's in in that sky was almost exactly like Griffith and Berserk when the eclipse starts. Oh. <laughs> so I immediately went from about to cry to, oh my God, that's fucking dope. And I have no idea if that's on purpose or what. But like people have already like done screenshot comparisons of them. So it, it's pretty dope. Um. So they come back and he goes back to the future and he lets them know. Well, they build a gauntlet out of the iron man armor and they snap their finger and everything comes back. Uh, but at this point, uh, the evil nebula, the nebula from the past, uh, ends up using the time portal to bring her father and all of his armies in. Yep. And they blow up the headquarters and from there, we get into the last part of this movie, which is the the great battle. The great war. Um, Two great battles in one week. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Uh, one you could see and one you couldn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Though I still stand by why you couldn't see it in Game of Thrones, for the record, I'm okay with it. I wish I could have seen it, but I get the reason why. But this is about the Avengers. So... Uh we this battle is fucking epic. I'm not gonna do a breakdown of this fucking battle because it's just way too fucking much. Okay, but... but I do gotta say,
0: we finally get to hear Captain America say Avengers Assemble,
2: and it was the absolute most perfect. Oh, yeah. point I, oh, I'm gonna go through a couple of things that are really important, but I'm just not gonna do a breakdown. So uh first thing that's important, Captain America uses Thor's hammer.
0: Uh <sighs> oh, oh, I, I... I, uh, vocally yayed when that happened. Like a horse. Like no, <laughs> not
2: oh. me. Like in the theater, I was like yes. Oh man, I lost my shit. It was yeah. so fucking cool. I, and I'll admit, at first I was like, "That's dope." Until Captain America used the lightning powers, and then I was like, "Well, he's not the god of lightning now. Let's no, calm no, no. down." Remember but the whole saying. I, I, that's what I was getting to. I did later on remember after the movie and talking about it. Uh, I remember that the whole saying is if you're worthy to wield the hammer, you get the power of Thor. Yep. So that's how he could do it. I don't know how the fuck he knew how to do it. Like, like, I didn't hear uh, him. Like, inst- you you didn't think uh, like he wouldn't go through like a Spider-Man thing when Spider-Man's trying to figure out how to make the web go? Like, he would sit there swinging the hammer like, go, go, lightning.
0: Lightning ass- I assume it's Pikachu. just kind of, kind of instinct.
2: I guess so, but I don't know. I just, so that part I was a little eh on. I was like, I, I don't know about that. Uh, but him using the hammer was cool, and it was funny when Thor was like, I fucking knew it. Yeah. So here's here's the question. Does that mean he
0: realized he could lift the hammer in Age of Ultron and then stopped, or do you think he wasn't quite there yet?
2: I don't think he was quite there yet, because he, uh, like, going back, like, I was watching, uh after the after uh, Infinity War, I watched Infinity War. Then I went to go see Endgame, and then after I watched Endgame, I watched Iron Man One, Iron Man Two, and Avengers. Um, watching Avengers, um, you know what? He's kind of uh, he has his own ego, uh, about him that could rival Tony Stark's. His is just more in a pretentious goody-goody way. And I think he finally lost that in Infinity War. Yeah, that's fair. Like, and I think the the him making, coming back to terms with uh, Iron Man also helped that. So I think he, he became more humbled in this movie because he understood and dealt with the loss better than almost anyone. So I think that's how he was able. I don't think he could have lifted it in old in age of ultron he wasn't humbled hell they were still like the top team back then um so after that um i i guess the next big thing is captain marvel showing up yeah uh which i you know okay so i liked the captain marvel movie i thought it was fun um i i don't really see why people were bitching about it. i thought i thought it was pretty fun I think people are just hard on any movie that's from, like, uh, like a top-line nerd level. So, Marvel, Star Wars, shit like that. Like, it, it's going to get scrutinized so bad. And so many people hate it based off their own personal bias and shit like that. So, I really didn't get the whole hate for fucking Captain Marvel. It was the same reason I didn't get the hate for uh, Black Panther. It, it made no sense. Um... So, but there is one problem with Captain Marvel. She is OP. Yes, which is why they
0: kept her out of most of the movie.
2: Yes, uh, but the fact that she's still there is still a problem. Um, And I worry how the rest of the Marvel Universe will be affected by someone overpowered. She's, She's our version of Superman. You know? Kind of, but... So I think her being
0: off-planet a lot to take care of other planetary issues is a good reason for her not to be around. And there's plenty of cosmic bad guys to choose from for
2: her solo movies. So it makes I, sense. I agree, but when but if she's going to be part of the Avengers, and whatever we have left after this for Avengers, whenever they've assembled, um, you know... She's gonna kind of make Captain America Falcon look weak as fuck. She's gonna she's going to make Spider Man look weak as fuck, and he's got superpowers. Yeah, like that's maybe. that's my issue. I think
0: with with good writing, it'll be okay. Because I mean, in the comics, they have way more people. Yeah,
2: with but crazy this, powers, and they uh, I, I they agree keep it balanced. But this Captain Marvel is already do even with her movie is doing so much different from the comic books and i don't mean just in the way that most movies do it like the whole big twist in the captain marvel movie was such a a big fuck you to the comics yeah i liked it though cuz i didn't see it coming oh i didn't see it coming and i wouldn't say i like it i don't dislike it i have to see how it plays out that's but fair. like for you to take something that's like that's that's so can That's as much canon as Steve w- Roger not willing to kill a human being. That's fair. But they
0: could still do like a rogue group of scroll for Secret Wars. They could if they ever decided to do that.
2: They could. I mean, I I don't know what they'll do with that. But so, but my point is, I still feel a little a little worried about Captain Marvel. Um. So she comes in, but it, it's just not enough. Thanos is is fucking coming in and coming in hard. Um, But keep in mind, everyone got brought back from the snap. So guess what time it is? Fucking Doctor Strange portal start opening up. And everybody, all the superheroes who are lost in the snap come back. Keep in mind, Gamora does not come back because she was not lost in the snap. But she is back because they brought her back through time. No, 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 no. But that's not the same Gamora. No, it's not the same Gamora. But it is a Gamora. But I. But it's very important we separate them. They made. They made a big point that it's a different Gamora. Yes. By something that happens in the end. Um. So, uh, because this movie confirms the death of a few characters. Um. It confirms the death of of what i call uh peter quills gamora uh vision and loki i think all three of them are i think you could argue loki loki isn't confirmed but i think there's a good i think loki's death is confirmed for this timeline oh yeah loki's definitely dead yeah so so this timeline's gamora vision and loki are all confirmed dead uh, by this movie. So technically they did die in the previous movie. But I do believe because we, we didn't know who was going to come back. We needed the confirmation from this movie. So with that being said. Um, the the big war is going on. And now it is a game of keep away. Trying to. It's basically a game of football. Except the football is the fucking uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, the the Infinity Gauntlet, and so they do this really cool thing of passing it between people. Black Panther gets it, and Spider Man gets it, and the cool thing about when Spider Man gets it is like he gets his fucking ass like beat and handed to him, and right before like you're like, oh my god, literally every female superhero possible shows up and is just like, you will not hurt my precious Peter
0: Parker. <laughs> I fucking love. That scene, so much. I don't care what anybody has to say. That was so I, fun.
2: This I, I love the scene. The only thing, problem I have is, once again, Captain Marvel's a little too OP, and none of the other females were actually needed. Well, yeah, because she was just kind of running the gauntlet. They were running interference for her. She doesn't need interference, is the problem.
0: But if she did, because Thanos...
2: But, no, she literally... Her- fucking blew past fucking everyone and shot so far forward that she left everyone still there kind of guarding Peter Parker. Like I thought, like, like I said, I really, I love Captain Marvel. I, I think Brie, Brie did a wonderful job with her. I just, I do have problems with how overpowered she is. I think she's a great fucking superhero. I just wish they wouldn't have made her so fucking overpowered. Like throw me a flaw or something. Give her a weakness. That's fair. Uh, that that that's the only thing that I'm just kind of like, oh come on, because uh, I because re- I really do like her. I think she's wonderful. But I did love this moment of of like women empowerment showing up and being like, oh we're here and we're here to kick ass. I fucking loved it. Uh, I thought that was a great thing for a 2019 movie. And uh, even though it was, it, it can be kind of downsized and kind of looked at at a small thing. I do think it's important, especially for uh, these women-hater and nerd culture. Uh, I fucking hate these nerd gatekeepers who who are trying to keep women out and belittle women because they don't have enough social skills to convince women to touch their penis. Which, guys, just get some money and buy a prostitute. Stop yeah. buying magic cards for a month. And you can afford a handjob, I promise you. Um, but, but it really is a problem, and I was really glad that this happened because a lot of the unjustified hate I saw for Captain Marvel was based on uh, these... Uh, what what, what uh, They're not as far as incels, but they're just these nerd gatekeepers that think feminism is... Killing everything. It is cancer because they can't get a date. Uh, and it's, it's fucking sad. Uh, it's the same... Same thing that happens with Black Panther, except it's not uh, nerd gatekeepers. It's uh, you people that are trying very hard to hide you have slightly racist tendencies. We see you. Okay, I have most likely unfriended you on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, I have. You were a dick and I unfriended you. Um, But uh, it was really cool to see this moment. Uh, I fucking loved it. Uh, I would love to see uh, a, a fucking. I, I don't know how they would do it, but I would actually love to see like a all female Avengers movie. That'd be dope with, with these characters. It would be it would be really fucking cool. Almost like how DC's doing their Birds of Prey, which really? I don't I don't know much about because I'm not a big DC guy. But I'm starting to come around on you, DC. Shazam was good. Shazam was really good so kudos uh but after this um we have uh the battle once again to keep the glove off of thanos so and this time but this they know time what they're doing. they know what they're doing tony stark's know what he's doing because when you make the glove out of tony stark tech he can, you know how for the longest time there was that meme from some Disney movie where the lion's got the rings on the fingers and the bear goes to kiss it and he ends up like sucking all the jewels out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tony Stark does that. They yes. literally did that meme where he was just like, oh yeah, it's my glove by the way so I can like literally press a button and it will just come off your hand and come on to me. And he did that and uh, uh, unlike the Hulk... He did not have the ability to live through that, unfortunately. So while he did snap and erase Thanos and his army, he did not survive it. And uh, this is where it gets real sad, guys. Uh, Peter Parker runs up to him and starts talking and crying. Tears are welling up in my eyes. All right. It's coming. I know it's not going to stop this time, but I'm fighting it. I'm holding back. I'm trying to be strong here. You know, I'm trying to find, like, my inner Magneto, you know, uh, and it's not happening. Uh, Pe- Pepper Potts, tell, you know, moves him out of the way and gets down, and I fucking lose it. And I I lose it all the way through all of that, all the way through his fucking funeral. They have a funeral for him, and the funeral has all these callbacks. They take his his uh, proof that Tony Stark has a heart uh, first, uh heart he made in iron man that uh uh Potts ends up making into a little like award thing for him they have that uh they show that and then they they show uh the kid from iron man 3 he's the one that's just kind of one teenage boy by himself yeah which i had to ask Jerry. i was like who the fuck was that kid just hanging yeah in the background. uh yeah and funny enough i didn't know who it was and then Dan Chase from Cut to the Chase was like, so you knew who that kid was? And I was like, dude, I did. not I was wondering who it was. Is it that kid from Iron Man 3 maybe? And literally as I hit enter and that pops up, not a second later is him going, oh, it's the kid from Iron Man 3. <laughs> That's funny. So like if I wouldn't have guessed it right then, I w- he would have been the one that told me. Um, and then they have a uh, uh, they have the thing with, um, oh, what's this fucking name? Uh, John Favreau's character. Oh, Happy. Happy. They have Happy talking to Tony Stark's daughter, and she wants cheeseburgers, and, you know, Happy's like, your dad loved cheeseburgers, and that's because in the first movie, as soon as Tony gets back to America, he gets gets Burger King. Yeah.
0: So, my range of emotions went like this. So, realize Tony is dying, I'm like, shit. And I'm okay for a little bit. They get to the funeral... I lose it. Absolutely lose it. I felt really bad for the guy next to me. It was almost a full house. Really bad for the guy next to me because I'm just, <laughs> you know, audibly crying, squeezing my wife's hand, calm I, I, down just a little bit, get to the scene with Happy, and lose it all over again. Yeah, I will say mine was not audible. It was. I but... I, I started soft, and it just built to a fucking crescendo of man crying.
2: Yeah. And I don't blame you. I, hey, I think it's completely manly to cry at Avengers. Endgame. I've been
0: with this guy for uh, this character for eleven years, or however long it's been.
2: Yeah, it's ten or eleven. I've seen different people say. It. I think it's cleaner to just say a decade, but it's That's whatever. fine either way. And however many movies he's
0: been in, and uh, I, and I thought I in my head I thought, oh yeah, it's got to end with Tony. He started this whole universe, so it's got to end with him, and. Ah, uh, that didn't save me.
2: Yeah, and then uh you know Clint talking to uh um uh Scarlet Witch about the deaths that they have to deal with cuz theirs didn't come back. You know, that they are dealing with loss. Um yeah, and all that was hard. And then we get to the last scene. Oh, no, no, before we get to the last scene, we get to Thor joining um the guardians of the galaxy and this is where i brought up why it's really important that pills gamora is dead because he's trying to find gamora and here's my question current gamora not dead gamora uh yet yeah, past uh timeline gamora yes is past gamora dead N- when tony snapped his finger and he said you know, what we don't know what he asked for. If he asked for all of Thanos's army to go away, in his mind does Gamora count because he never saw Gamora. He doesn't know Gamora is there. But technically Gamora showed up there as part of Thanos's army and then switched sides early on, I'll give you that, but switched sides. So, I think that the glove
0: is very intuitive to what you want to happen there's no way that hulk knows every single person who died during the snap he's just like reverse the snap and it did so i would think that It all depends on that person's, you know, allegiances at the time. Like, obviously, there's not going to be any deathbed. Oh, no, no, I don't want to be with Thanos anymore. But she had already made the choice to change sides when she rescued regular Nebula, which is way before any of this even started. Yeah,
2: but are you putting on there that the glove gets to make the decision and it's not making the decision based off Tony? Correct. Because there's no way he could know... Like, again, if he's just, like, get
0: rid of Thanos' army, well, we, again, we don't know what wish, but if that's the, the wish or the commander, however you want to phrase it, then she wasn't part of his army at the time of the snap. And the decision had been not made because of the possibility of death. She had made it on her own volition.
2: Yeah, I just think that my biggest thing is is uh, I don't think the glove gets to make that decision, and I think it would go based off Whatever logic is in the owner's head, and and the logic to me would be Tony Stark going, everyone who's part of Thanos's army, i.e., people who showed up on his ships, which is Gamora.
0: Well, wow, that I, that that will always so, be open for interpretation because we don't know. Yeah, what we don't. I, I we actually thought
2: of. Hopefully, we'll find out in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, um, which I'm hearing uh, Chris Hemsworth has signed on to play Thor. Oh, again. nice. I was wondering so, if he would be traveling with them. I, I would love to see a Guardians of the Galaxy movie with him because I think the dynamic between him and Quill is fucking hilarious. Um, and, and that's the whole ending scene with the Guardians of the Galaxy is the Peter, Quill, and Thor thing. But I had to bring up that uh, the my is Gamora dead thing or not. Um, so now we go into the actual end of the movie um, which is tony uh tony's dead so now captain america uh steve rogers has to go back in time and he's going to go put all the stones back in the right places which uh problem number one he can't most of the stones are now in different forms uh he's not giving back the tesseract he's not giving back the aether he can't do what their definition of of time travel says he has to do, so therefore this whole plan is actually worthless for the most Whoa, part. Wait, how can he not give back the ether? Uh because it's now in the form because he's not giving back, he's not giving them back the Aether in the Aether form. He's giving them back the stone. He's putting it back and not in a different form than he took it in. Just like when you go to give the Tesseract back. Uh, you're not giving them the Tesseract. You're giving them the stone. Mm. So you're changing. Like they're gonna fucking know Hey, wasn't this a big blue cube earlier? It's a little pebble now. Did it that's, dehydrate? What the fuck is this? That's a good point. Um. So that's like I was uh, with time travel. There's always going to be something that fucks it up. Uh. And, and unfortunately, this is the point in the movie where they actually fuck it up. Um, which I get which I guess is inevitable. Uh, I don't think it's possible to write a perfect solid time travel thing because there's just too much mumbo jumbo. So they fuck up number one. Um, so I'll describe the scene and then me and Jay will get into the the conversation we were having about it. Yeah. Um, so he goes back in time and then he doesn't come back and then, bucky's like hey guy, uh look over there and it's an old dude sitting over there and he's like hey falcon go talk to him so falcon goes over there and um steve basically says i stayed in the past uh to enjoy that thing uh life that tony was talking about and uh by the way here's the captain america shield um you're captain america now and I enjoyed life with a lady, and they show a clip of him dancing with. Uh, they Peggy. don't outright say it, but it's Peggy Carter. Definitely Peggy. So um, he basically stayed in the past. Okay, so the argument is twofold <laughs> there is an Sorry. argument. Uh, there's an argument based off the time travel and there's an argument based on the character of Captain America. Yes. Which one do you want to get into first? We can just, just how we were talking Okay, it's fine. So, the argument is uh, much like I was just saying with the time stones and how they were taking them back, but some of them were no longer in the exact same form. Um, we have that once again, uh, it's going to alter the timeline because he is staying in the past and altering Peggy's life. Because Peggy, if you remember in Winter Soldier, they talk about Peggy, Peggy getting married and having kids. Uh, now there is a thing out there that, that goes, "Oh well, it was Cap. Captain America was the unnamed husband." I'm calling bullshit on that. That, no, no fucking way.
0: Right, because uh, that's not how time
2: travel works as explained by the Hulk. Exactly. Um, so I'm saying that he created a divergent timeline by staying back there, therefore would not be sitting on the log in the same timeline at the end of the movie. So, yes, you are correct. I just assume that after, that
0: he kept the return bracelet and after he lived his life is when he hit it.
2: Uh, Yeah, I didn't think about that, but I guess he could have, though he would have shown up in his suit and he would have shown up uh, on the device. Mm, I guess that's true. So, those are my only two problems with that. So, that kind of ends. And I also want to talk about the character of Captain America. Um, Captain America doing this is not something Captain America would have done. And Captain America's changed a lot, but did he change enough to knock out these couple of things a uh ruin someone's marriage even though technically he's doing it before they're married uh erasing uh children he seems like a pro uh life kind of guy to me (laughs) so i would therefore argue that if a pro-life argue that clumps of cells are life then if you know that she would have given life in that timeline and you actively keep her from doing that, you are arguably aborting her two children. So
0: this is the, this is actually the part I gave more thought to. So I'll actually concede on the time travel being a plot hole because it doesn't work how they said it worked with him being able to be on that log. Yeah. uh, Somehow. Uh, However, there's already a timeline where her children exist. So probably to him, at least this is how I would rationalize it, um, he's not actually erasing anybody because they exist. He, and they all only seem to care about yeah. their own uh, dimension. Uh, yeah. if That's true. If the only problem the, with all that is... Well, if if the Ancient One, or whatever her name is, I can't remember, uh, had not tried to stop
2: Hulk, he wouldn't have given a shit about split timelines. Oh, completely agree with you. I completely agree. And my only problem with that is that would have been true if he didn't show back up in their timeline. Do you see the problem? If, if he would have stayed in a divergent timeline, you're right. It would have created a divergent timeline. She would have continued to go on in that one timeline to uh, marry and have kids and all that good stuff. But according to this movie, he broke the laws of time travel they set stayed in that timeline without creating a divergent and showed up. So for for the movie to work the way they say it, to break its own rules, means that Captain America ruined a marriage, uh, committed at least two acts of abortion, and knowingly did not help in any of the emergencies, including Hydra taking over S.H.I.E.L.D. and his best friend Bucky being used and abused for over 30 fucking years. He... Did not stop any of that. He did not stop uh, Bucky killing Cap- uh, uh, Tony Stark's parents. He did not. There's so many things that with prior knowledge, he could have stopped and he didn't stop. And I don't know that Captain America is the type of person who could sleep at night so knowing all that. If, If we
0: accept that the rules of time travel for whatever reason even though it's unexplained, are now different, and he was able to stay within his own timeline without creating a Divergent timeline, then technically they would
2: still find Frozen Cap, and Frozen Cap would take care of all that. Nope. Frozen Cap does not keep Bucky from being abused for 30 years. Oh, he does you, not know But I know. mean I
0: mean the sorry
2: I I mean the all the events would play out as they did in the MCU. Co- correct. But I'm saying yeah yeah so he could probably be okay with Hydra taking over but you're going to sit there and tell me he's okay with Bucky being abused for 30 years? Maybe he doesn't want to fuck up anything more than he already did. Oh yeah, no, he's already <laughs> fucked up enough. So you better not better not do anymore. Uh, you know, let's not do that. I'm just saying that deep, that for all for all the good thing these move this movie did to me it had two issues uh uh captain marvel being too overpowered uh which not a big issue and like i say i'm still i still really like captain marvel uh just we gotta we gotta figure out a way on this overpower issue we gotta figure that out um if it's you know how they did in the comic book rogue touched her you know maybe we have a lesbian scene i don't know i'm just throwing it out there yeah um and then the Captain America ending is is just not good. Um, it's not written. So I like
0: the I like the intent of the ending, but you after yes after this
2: conversation I will admit that it's not written well. Yeah that that it's it's it, it the intent of it is great the meaning behind it wonderful. But it it hurts. It goes against the Captain America character and it goes against the the way they set up uh,
1: their time time travel.
2: travel. And I hope, I I would love for them to answer this. If they can come on, you know, when the special edition uh, Blu-ray comes out, if they've got a way to explain it that makes sense, I'll give it to them. Otherwise, sorry, you fucked that one up. But, you know, every movie's got to have a fuck up. and At least your fuck up was at the very end and it doesn't really affect the rest of the movie the movie right so i mean because you could even argue that at this point captain america just didn't give a shit about changing other timelines and didn't give a shit about you know he was like oh bucky will eventually be okay like i can't buy that but i can at least get behind the thought process of he going you know what i've done enough i want a life for me
0: we and also can, you know little a whole
2: bunch him. of stuff that we don't know about too. We yeah. Once it but that becomes a problem of did he change it in this timeline? Which obviously he didn't because Bucky's still here and Bucky's life is still would have still the same. So it still led to here. Or did he do it in a divergent timeline? If that's the case, it doesn't count because we don't know that it count because they put him in the standard timeline instead of the divergent one. Right, but what I'm saying is he may have he may have stopped everything, made it all
0: great, made that whole timeline absolutely perfect, the the alternate one that he was in, and then like tracked down Tony Stark and was like, Hey, I need to get back to my own timeline on a bench, line I'm eighty. <laughs> wow, okay, you're grasping it, Strong. I'm just, Though, I'm just saying there's so many unknown variables. Technically that don't really know what.
2: You're not you're not actually Well okay, here's my only problem. Uh, that means someone else in that in that the the in-game timeline would have had to build a machine for him to come back on because he's got Hank Pym's uh, molecules. He can travel through time if he has the other parts of the machine. So someone in that timeline would have had to build the machine to bring him from the divergent one into the regular one. That theory could work if he had someone in that fucking timeline to do it for him, which he doesn't. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. He could track down Tony Stark and... and How's the, Tony Stark... Go, but then Tony Stark still has to... Well, I guess so. Tony Stark could build a thing to send him back there and then he just takes off the suit, puts it in the bushes, acts all old and shit, gives him the shield, goes back, puts the suit back on and then goes back to the divergent timeline.
0: Well, I assume I Is that assume are Captain saying? America outlive Peggy cuz he's got the super soldier stuff. So
2: he's probably just yeah. going to hang out as old man uh, old man Cap in <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. He could hang out as old man Cap, but he probably doesn't have to go back to to his timeline. But technically you're right. If in his divergent timeline he finds Tony, gives Tony the Hank Uh, particles and says, hey, we can use this to go back in time, and Tony can build it, uh, just like he would have built it in the in-game timeline, then technically, yeah, uh, he could have went from his Divergent timeline back to in-game timeline, done the sitting on the bench shit, and then got back home and went to Peggy's grave like a Rocky sequel.
0: Yeah.
2: So, who knows? So, I mean, there's ways we can write and explain all this shit, but I think at that point, we're making up stuff that the movie should have done and not us.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: Um, but e- either way, it's fine. And then, so of course, we we had some deaths. We had Tony, we had Natasha. Um, and we had the death of the original run of Captain America. Because while Steve's not dead, Steve's Captain America is dead. Uh, and then Tony and Natasha, and that's it. Kind, I kind of expected more deaths in this movie. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we so did... they
0: got rid of, so Black Widow died,
2: Loki's yep. dead. But, uh, but but Loki's death is previous movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying it, the end result of the whole thing. Uh, Tony's
2: dead, and Cap is retired. So that's a yeah, good two, chunk of the main team. So two deaths and a retiree. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, like we all thought we were going to be getting, like, huge, major deaths. Like, and we really didn't. It really, really didn't happen that way. Um, I don't think they needed to go that way. But it's just afterwards you're kind of shocked that you're just like, oh, wow, a lot of people, a lot of people did not die. And who would have thought Natasha would have died? Yeah, that one kind of took me by surprise. Like, I didn't see that coming at all. Holy shit. So I mean, but overall, uh, this is a movie that if you've been invested in all the movies, you have to see it. You just have to. It, it's it's the end. It's the end of the era. It's the end of the ten year run of the Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, who knows what they'll do next? We already know the next movie in the series is Spider Man. Spider Man Far From Home. Uh, so that'll be good. But but this does kind of mark the end of an era, and it kind of makes me go uh can they keep this up now yes there's Do, so many because well here's lines my, here's the thing uh are they going to now transition into tv series especially with like disney plus
0: so, I know they have plans for TV series. More um, A lot. They, and that's what worries today, me. Just today, they announced uh, a Hulu-exclusive Ghost Rider TV series.
2: Yeah, and they've got a TV series for Loki, a TV yep. series for the combination of Winter Soldier and Falcon, a TV series apparently for Scarlet Witch that's going to do some weird timeline shit. So, we'll see where they go with the TV series. But I, as far as, I mean...
0: Even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't really... The events of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. aren't really affecting the MCU. I mean, Coulson's still alive right now. And the Avengers never mention it. Ever. <laughs> so... I think yeah, they, that's like, true. they do a really good job of keeping the show separate while still existing within the same universe. Um, so I don't really worry about that too much. I mean, it might change with Disney Plus and them using MCU characters.
2: But... yeah, in, it, it, This is... Because, like, with the DC shows, the DC shows and the DC movie universe are completely separate. And for Marvel, they've done both. They have a separate universe, and then they have one that's in the movie universe. Right, depending on which show you're watching. Yeah. Well, even even then, the separate universe is not technically separate. They just haven't pushed them together, so to speak. Like, uh, could they actually now take... Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and uh, uh, White Ninja Warrior, whatever his name was, Iron Fist. Uh, could they now take those since the TV shows are done and give them movies? Could we see a West Coast or, or an East Coast Avengers movie? That would like, be dope. Like, what holds the future? I'm I'm assuming you know we've got uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home and then we Gardens of the Galaxy Volume Three. I do we have any other movies announced besides those two? Um, I thought they were doing the Eternals. Uh, but... I, with the whole Disney-Fox merger, I also had to go, uh, are they bringing any of the mutants over? Are any of those getting reboots? Are... So my whole... My, my What I expect
0: right now, um, I don't expect X-Men to be brought into the MCU for at least a couple of years. Um, and when they do... I could see them building up to an X-Men versus Avengers movie, which would be cool. If I had to speculate, I would say that the next uh, overarching villain uh, is going to be Galactus. So they've got to do a Fantastic Four. Right, but... Keep in mind we took three phases to get to to get to the final Thanos fight in ten years. That's plenty of time to build up the Legend of Galactus, to make a Fantastic Four movie. It to make is a Silver Silver movie. To bring in Adam Warlock. Guardians it, of the
2: Galaxy Volume Three.
0: Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three will introduce Adam Warlock. Um, um I I, go- I think we're gonna get a lot. We're just gonna they're gonna start over basically, and give us new characters with their own origin movies and sequels to the Avengers who are introduced later in the game. We're going to get a Doctor Strange 2, a Black Panther 2, Guardians uh, 3, Spider-Man 2, probably a Spider-Man 3 before the next phase is done. Um, I think they'll introduce a bunch of new characters and they'll just kind of build this next chapter off of all that
2: yeah let's and let's see and i and i hope uh the people that they've chosen from for uh who continue on to this next run are up for 10 can do 10 years like the original avengers did because that's not easy like to dedicate 10 years of your life to do it like like are are, is black panther going to be able to to pull off 10 years is spider-man going to be able to pull off 10 years
0: yes is captain marvel going to be able to pull
2: and but is the actor going to be able to pull off 10 years
0: i think so that
2: that's, that's what it really comes down to is uh, the character can pull off 10 years but can the actor pull off 10 years which is the true reason why Marvel's Avengers run was so good because like if anything like all the standalone movies and all that let's be honest it all came it's all for Avengers yeah, all of that was for the Avengers uh, so can this new run of, of Avengers volume 2 can these actors hold up and, and do it? That's what it's going to come down to. And I think that's where it makes or breaks. Uh, if they can make it, I think it'll be wonderful. And if they can't, it's, it's going to break them. There's many things that can, it, you know, bad movies, bad scripts. All, look what's happening to DC right now. I don't know who the fucking, cur- who's supposed to be playing Superman. I don't know who's supposed to be playing Batman. They keep going back and forth. Uh, they're, they're fucking uh. I heard the guy that playing the Flash he wants out. Yeah, that's
0: um, a mess. Aquaman and Shazam are fun though.
2: I haven't seen Aquaman yet. I know I need to. I do love me some Call Drogo, but uh, but Shazam was was by far the best DC movie. Oh, I, absolutely, I've ever seen in the universe. It, it was fantastic. If you haven't seen Shazam, go see it. Uh, my my, this is the pitch I'll give you. It does for superhero movies what uh it's how a child sees superheroes movies it has the magic that is only captured in a very few select movies uh it's it's the goonies of superhero movies (laughs) it's a good way of putting it yeah so go see shazam You'll, you'll you'll have a great time um it doesn't have like tons of like crazy emotional depth or anything but it's a fun fucking movie so i loved it uh yeah so avengers endgame you were wonderful uh this was 10 years in the making and we are so glad that it happened um i i can't wait to uh just go back and see it uh i i I kind of now that it's over i kind of need to sit down i want to make my top five uh from the first 10 years top five movies from the first 10 years
0: winter soldier Avengers, uh, Endgame, Iron Man
2: One, uh, okay, and the fifth, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, Iron Man There's One. There's my five. <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna keep Endgame off the list right now because I need to go back and I and it needs more time. It doesn't uh, for me. so it needs more time to see how it holds up but um, you know Iron Man uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Captain America Civil War Um, I would say this is going to be a surprise for some people Uh, Ant-Man that is such a a, a that's a fun surprise movie and then the fifth one is an Avengers movie right now I'm going to give it to Infinity War but Endgame might take it so we'll see But there's so, so many good movies in there. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Uh, And we just wanted to do this bonus episode because we saw it and we wanted to talk about it. And fucking, we didn't have anywhere else to do it. So we decided, fuck it, bonus show for y'all. If you want to check it out, you can check it out. Because while we do a horror podcast, we like to do other stuff. That's why we have Jerry Hates Action and Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space um and every once in a while we're just gonna do random bonus stuff because we want to and it helps us you know break up the monotony of horror it it, it, it it's for us and you know what are you complaining about this is a bonus show it's not even fucking it doesn't yeah. even matter so uh it's an alternate timeline you can just snap it out of existence if you don't want it exactly <laughs> um so and plus i had a really fucking bad day guys and this is you know something that really makes me happy doing so thank you for Jay for coming on here and tackling this with me. Um, and thank all of you for listening. Uh, we will see you next time. The next episode of Kill the Cast should come out soon. It is... Um, yeah, hopefully. Uh, we, we've had to reschedule it uh, due to uh, a pet death in the family and uh, some other shit. Uh, but it should be... Uh, The Toxic Avenger is what we're reviewing uh, with a small bonus review of Butterfly Kisses, which is pretty dope. And um, other than that, I was just on, I did a guest spot on the Psycho-Semantic podcast where we did Battle Royale. But warning, that is a political-based show. So while we do discuss Battle Royale, we also discuss politics, not only dealing with the movie, but current U.S. politics—you uh, will basically get to hear me rant about my beliefs and shit. So if you do not want to deal with that, if you're not into politics and you don't want to hear any of that, you you can skip that. But if uh, if you want to still hear the removal review, it's about thirty minutes in. Um, and then the last Kill the Cast episode that came out was a was a special. Also, I did Matango with uh, Two Legion Podcast Network. Guys, Court from uh, Cinema Psyops and Bo from Devour the Podcast pick six movies and here here go show, and we had fun doing that. Uh, Matango is one of my favorite fucking movies, so I was stoked to do it. Um, and that's it for us. We are fucking out of here. Check out the Facebook group. Check out the fucking Facebook page and the uh, YouTubes and the uh, Twitters and the Instagrams and uh, all the things. It's all there. And, uh, Jay, you got any last words? No. No. Oh. That
0: movie was fantastic.
2: Yep. Thank you, uh, Iron Man.
1: If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Gets Slayed, The Hell Mean Power Hour, Hello, This Is The Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hate's Action, Legion After Dark, Metal Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick Six Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s rabbit and red radio the shade cast short bus cinema two drink minimum commentaries the vd clinic who will survive horror podcast and which versus the doomsday clock with such a widespread of shows there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with horror politics movies books sex music commentaries health